Hello friends and welcome, it's your boy Discount Walter White bringing you the Blue Skies Mix on this episode of Generation Extinguished. I'm here with my sister, Skull Queen. Say hi to the folks, Skull Queen. Hey, what's up? She said, hey, what's up, in case you couldn't hear that. I doubt you couldn't. She leaned into the mic and basically verbally assaulted my poor Razor mic. And you were like, oh, that's horrible. Uh, we are at the Spot Coffee and Finery in Owensboro, Kentucky. If you're ever in Owensboro, swing by here for an excellent motherfucking cup of joe. I hope everybody's having a lovely day. Hope you're having a lovely day, whatever day this is that you hear this. And uh, if you hear music in the background, we're at the spot, like I said. And they have some chill fucking vibes. So come in here, check out some art, get some coffee, support your local artists and creators as well as your local shops and businesses. Uh, they see us here so much, I've already went through three punch cards in about a month's time and I'm working on round four so I'm damn close to I got a few punches left give me another drink of my choice hell yeah anyway y'all we are here like I said for this episode of Generation Extinguished if y'all didn't check out the pilot go check out the pilot and check out whatever else I got up from then because I don't I'm not keeping that's shit that I write down keeping track of that it's all written down somewhere I got my problem for my brain right now. I've just got some fucked up memories to share. My sister is here, and we're going to work on this one together, because I didn't get to really go into mine too much. Just some examples here and there for about 15 or 20 minutes. And then I just sort of cut it loose and called it good. So on this one, I'm going to dig in here a bit with my sister, because I've got some shit that she don't have, because my memory goes back very far on how our, as you said, egg donor fucking let us down she has no idea how she did too she is in such fucking denial her self-awareness is so fucking lacking it's sad like you're over snickering and laughing but like it's i mean it's you know i'm true you know i mean it too that she she has no fucking idea what she has done wrong and at least i'm over here trying to make the best of my life not trying to be judgmental and shit like that but that bitch oh my god all right so i'm gonna start us off since we decided before i started hitting the record button I'm going to start us off with uh, with something that goes really far back. Now, I'm not going to name names, but I remember being like three, four years old, and there being talk of abuse by someone that we were brought around a lot. We were made to go around these people a lot. One of them in particular was abusive. Like, he beat the hell out of his kids. Anybody listening knows us, knows exactly who I'm talking about. Beat the hell out of his kids. And there were other forms of, of unsavory abuse. And uh, y'all know what I'm talking about. Uh, this is a censorship-free show, but if I say it out loud, it's going to piss me off and I'm going to want to hurt somebody. And this person is still alive. So, but there was a lot of talk of it between adults about themselves and, and this person. And then, like, this all stuck in my head. I have hated these types of people my entire life. And when I say hate, I mean hate. Like the heinous shit that I would happily go and do if I had ever uploaded the episode that I did on these creeps. The amount of shit that I, ooh, the amount of anger in that episode. I'm glad I'm not gonna upload that, I'm gonna get rid of it. But just the sheer amount of anger and hatred in that shit, it was bad. But I've been paying attention to that shit since I was a kid. And, you know, like I said, I was three or four years old and, and there were stories about it. I was listening in at a young age. I was, I've always been very intelligent, and I was extremely smart at a young age. And I held on to these stories, 
and I forgot them for the longest time. And then I went through some traumatic shit that reawoke all that shit I'd repressed. And here we are now. So we're talking about it. So family members that were not the best, I say family, relatives that were not the best, that we were brought up around, that we were made to go around, I never actually wanted to go there. I didn't. You know, it's, it's like we were bought off and paid for with getting to go out to eat and stuff like that, getting quote-unquote special treatment, but then the other stuff I would hear stories about. And like one time in particular, and this is all about how our egg donor let us down, so making us go around these people, forcing children to go around people they don't want to go around, that they don't trust, that they don't like, like to be around because they know something's wrong. You have failed your child the second you force that on them. Like our mutual friend... Her battle with her mother. Yeah. yeah. She's trying to avoid that shit. She's not going to make her kid go around someone that her kid didn't want to go around and that she knows she shouldn't have her kid around. Yeah. Ours failed us in that. So, that's uh, sort of the point with this little story. We were made to go around this person and then all the memories came back and I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Some fucked up shit has happened in our past and... We've all repressed it, and we've ignored it, because whatever fucking reason, life, whatever, you know, getting caught up in the stresses of life can make you forget about things, because you get caught up in the ride, and you forget the, the footnotes of the story you're living, so I got to remember all that shit uh, all at once, and I've got a chip on my shoulder now, so let's have fun with that. Use it like ammo, load the gun. And I'm happily going to pull that trigger and blow that shit away. So, fish in a barrel, that shit. Anyway, we were made to go around this person. And then she she actually, there was one time, I don't know if you remember this or not, but you had just gotten out of the shower. Uh, and because you got the carpet wet, you stepped out and got water on the carpet that was in the bathroom there. He busted your ass while you were bare-ass naked. As a kid, he bust your ass. And she lost her shit. I'm not surprised. We were extremely young. Like, I was maybe three. Three or four years old. And, like, maybe five. Because I think we lived in a, we lived in Ohio kind of at the time. But, <clears throat> you bust your ass, you're bare naked. And she lost her shit and said, don't you ever touch my daughter like that. Ever. Don't you ever do that to her. Don't you ever even think about doing that to her. And the way that she said it was was very suggestive of us having been through some shit like like apparently what they had been through but I don't know what the hell they'd been through I'm at the point now where I don't give a fuck fuck her she my entire life I've been told that I'm a terrible I'm going to be a terrible person I want to be a serial killer because I'm too apparently I'm apparently too smart so fuck her so if she's been through some shit she should have broke the cycle she didn't fuck her now like I said I doubt you remember it you said you didn't this is some shit from whenever I was like three or four years old. I was very young, but I've always been very attentive. Very. Actually, now that you say that, I do remember it. You came out of the bathroom but bawling. I actually have not, like, I have put that so far back in my mind that I don't remember it no more. Yeah, see, that's, that's the thing. It's like, I remember you coming out of the bathroom bawling. You were barely holding on to the towel. You were hurting. Yeah, because, like, like out he, of all the kids, I'm probably, like, the sweetest kid. He, he stayed, he because Elizabeth stayed out of his way, did what she could to please him, stayed away from him. But he he stayed on 
on your ass and on mine, he would not leave us the fuck alone. And anytime we did anything even slightly against his wishes, we got our asses busted, or we were made to go do some shit as, as I guess, punishment. And it was fucking his, his interest in things that he should not have been fucking interested in was was disgusting and got my attention at a very young age. Not to cut you off. No, you're good, you're good. I'm, I, I do remember someone saying, why the fuck was he near you or in the bathroom or around the bathroom when you were <clears throat> taking a shower and yeah. butt naked? Yeah, that shit. I know, and I know her sister, I know her sister was like, was pissed off too because she was like you are not doing that around my daughters and you are not doing that around the kids like what the hell was she talking about what do they know that they went ahead and they probably subjected us to anyway that we've got repressed because I'm not I'm not a happy person I have I've known from a very young age that there are bad wrong people in the world and they will do bad wrong things and I have hated them my entire life my entire life like I've always been very hate driven towards these kinds of people because I've known that there was something wrong that they did bad things that they that they hurt children in ways I've always hated that shit and I've hated these fucking people um if the creaking and cracking is I'm like getting muscle reflex banger I'm getting I've oh god I wish all right now the 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 cruel homicidal tendency is like manifesting in me squeezing the bottle so I love my water though I love my water I can't there's no I'm sorry baby you know I love you Mm. My walk's up. You know that's. But yeah, no. I know it's picking me up. It's you're a little too far, but yeah. I don't. Um, you know, I, I tend to forget a lot of things that's happened to me. I mean, depre- depression and stress will do that sitting too. Sitting here, now that you said that, I remember a lot. It's sort of, of well, not a lot, but I remember some things like flashing back in my head. You remember there's there's little wisps <laughs> of things in there. Yeah, and I like I do this feeling being, of something wrong. I do remember being picked on a lot by them. Yeah, yeah that was and it I was pretty still bad. Kinda am. Yeah, it was. Oh yeah, no, that shit don't go. They don't stop that shit until you get old enough to beat their ass or to shut them the fuck up. They don't stop that shit. They know. Ne- I will forever have to deal with that shit. If I, if I went around them, I would forever have to deal with it. Until I put one of them in the fucking ground, I'd have to deal with it my entire life. And I ain't doing that. It ain't worth it. What? Oh, we're at 10 minutes. Yeah, I can't. My eyes are so, like, tired. Yeah. I can't. I can't adjust. You're good. We're at 10 minutes. <laughs> and since we're doing this together, I didn't mention this before. Since we're doing this together, we'll take turns picking songs. That way. Okay. No, it's fine. I'm okay. not. I ain't worried about that shit. Go um, ahead. Yeah, just like things that I guess I just made myself forget. I kind of it's starting to come back to me a little bit. It's uh, a painful fucking process. Can you pause this for a second? Yes, I can. We'll be right back. Y'all gonna get a momentary pause, and which. It'll be brief for you, however long it takes for us. All right, and we're back. Um, you needed a minute there, so we took as many as it took. Like we came back right as that song ended, so there was just dead silence. Yeah. And then now this is starting. You're getting that feedback and the audio in the background. Um, but no, we're uh, we're gonna get back on topic of uh, 
addressing how that was, to me, that was the start of how they failed us. Because it wasn't just, it wasn't just us with our mom, with our egg donor in my bag. Fuck that bitch. It's a, it's a reflex. It's a default reflex, and I hate it. It's because I'm not thinking about it, but it's not because, not just us and our birth giver, it's also our cousins. Because they went through it, too. Because their birth giver talked about it, too. They call her mom, but that bitch. She talked about it, too. And that's where I heard some of it. Between theirs and ours, they were communicating, they were talking about it, and we were outside, outside of the house. Yeah. Standing next to the car, I heard a lot of shit that they were saying. And, uh... Yeah, that they they could have stopped it. They could have stopped all this. They could have said, enough's enough, we're not bringing them around you. But they needed money and shit like that, so they would go around and they had to bring the grandbabies around. So they put us through that shit so that way they could be in good favor and get what they wanted, it seems. Which... Are we not... I'm just saying something. You're fine. You're messing, she's messing with her hair, so. Um. Messing with that shit. Yeah, it's foofy, because it's been a day. It but, has been. Uh, it's been a bit of a day. I remember someone telling me that the reason why we had to go around them, um, this like birth giver, is because, um, one day they won't be here, so that we need these memories, and that was exactly what was said to me. Yeah. No. Uh. Memories are great. You can always make new ones. You can leave and make a new life. You can, you can do things and create happy memories and have it not be a bunch of traumatic shit. Unfortunately, that's not what we got. So, you know, we got what we were stuck with. And what we were stuck with was a bunch of bullshit. So, let's see if I can alter this a little bit. Whenever we come back from this break, we're going to go ahead and take a break. Um... I think what we're going to do, I'm going to mix this up. I'm going to play a song for them that they're probably not used to coming from this, but it should be highly expected dealing with me. It's going to be Insane Clown Posse's song, To Catch a Predator. And I think that's a great song to end this snippet on, because like I said, we're going to go back and forth. You can choose the next song. I'm going to choose this one. I want to start it with this one, because this song, it... It expresses a lot of my homicidal rage, why I want to do what it is that I want to do, or why it is that I'm angry like I am, and, uh, or at least in some way or capacity, and I think it's going to be a great time. So, any final closing statement for him before we take a break? No, I just appreciate, I just appreciate everybody listening, and uh, I would say I hope you enjoy the story, but I hope you take what you can from it and know that... No matter what you go through, you can always make it, you know, through to the other side. You can. No matter what you deal with, you can always make it through. There's always light at the end of the tunnel. There's always a, uh, what is it? There's always a rainbow after the rainstorm. Yeah, just remember, where there's negativity, there's also positivity. Yeah, there's, there's good always mixed in with bad. You just got to get through the good to find it. So, we're going to go ahead and take a break. Uh, I'm going to get you guys set up with uh, Insane Clown Posses to Catch a Predator. And uh, you'll get to see a little bit of, uh, or I guess hear a little bit of what goes on inside my head on a daily basis of what I would very much enjoy doing. And uh, before we go, if you have gleaned anything from uh, this process so far, 
this episode, then uh, or if you're support if you want to support my work at all, hit me up on Cash App, Cash Tag Discount Walter White, all one word. And uh, I do accept Bitcoin, so you can toss a coin to your Walter, show some support. And as previously mentioned, uh, actually I don't know if it was it this ep- I don't know if the, if it was this recording or not. Whatever. If you want to support my sister Skull Queen, you're more than welcome to. You can send some send some funds to my Cash App, Cash Tag Discount Walter White, all one word. Put a message attached to that's the what you send, and say this is for Skull Queen, and uh, I'll make sure she gets it. What's up? Also, grab some snacks. Sit down. You know. Um, I know it's not going to be um, oh, this is some smiles dark. and everything, but grab some snacks and, you know, sit here and, or sit there and listen up. Yeah, take a take a minute, take a chill pill, and you might have some shit you want to vent and say about a person in, in Generation X or farther back who has failed you or done you wrong in some way, either a person or the system itself. You'll hear more about that later on. And uh, get into it with us and do some healing only through pain can one grow so that's why they call them growing pains they suck but hey that's part of why i'm here all right you guys enjoy (laughs) this is a been a bit of a downer but this will definitely be a nice little kick back up so like i said this is icp's to catch a predator y'all enjoy That's a little curl I'm trying to lure evil into my world I tell them that I'm curious And I'm only 12 Mom and dad are gone for the day I'm by myself <laughs> Buckets I throw up are next to my computer Hoping that they show up Cause what I'm about to do to them Would make the devil sick I sharpen my blade Front to this perm Like I'm only in the 7th grade The doorbell rings I gotta get them inside In my best little girl's voice I'm like Hi, come on in I'm putting on my and when the door shuts, that's when I let them see me. Hi there. <laughs> I stab them in the neck first, cause it hurts. Hit them when a blood squirts. Carve his whole face off and make him eat it. Chain him up by the foot in the basement. Bleed out. I'm probably gonna burn for this. Ain't no lesson to learn from this. There's nothing I'ma earn, but it sure is fun. Shutting down my service Cause people out there Think they don't deserve this Until it's your kid And old man's finger fucking Titty sucking Then you want the knife stuck in I don't blame you That's why I catch him in advance While his dick is still in his pants They never get the chance I tell him I'm alone And I'm only 13 Looking for a good time You know what I mean? <laughs> Bring me some bunions And a slurpee Promise not to hurt me Or give me herpes And within 20 minutes Here comes a fucking doctor Knocking on my door A pedophile Come in, have a seat. And then I stroll in with the all-purpose hunting blade straight up his coat. I cut his hands off, he ain't touching nobody. Chain him up on the foot in the basement. Bloody. Please, please, Mr. Croucher, you don't have to do that. Zip it. Please, please, I got money with you. Shut it, fucker. Please, we can work this out. Silence, I stick him next to this other fool, both left for dead. Every time I walk by him, I punch him in the head. Cut they fucking dicks off, stick him in each other's mouth. Now what y'all talking about? I'm probably gonna burn for this. Ain't no lesson to learn from this. There's no-
bags and condoms. What's in the bag? What's in the bag? Onions and condoms. What's in the bag? What's in the bag? What's in the bag? Onions and condoms. Why did you? Why did you? Why did you bring condoms? I didn't mean. I didn't mean to. The house is getting funky. Bodies in the basement stinking. What the fuck am I thinking? I put my face paint on, go downstairs and beat their ass sometimes. Cause it eases my mind. Some of them are dead and some are still living. But I'ma hurt 'em every chance that I'm given. I hit 'em with the nail gun or the stun gun. They can't run, so they both mad fun. I was sawing the head off when I heard the doorbell. I'm not expecting any predators, but oh well. I took my spot. Come in, I'll be right there. But I left the head sitting on the living room chair. Seen it and ran. I had to give chase. We cut across the lawn with my knife swinging for his face. I threw it, stuck him in the back of the neck, still in my drawers. I dragged him home, a bloody wreck. Somebody, hey, zip it. Shut it the fuck up. People are looking silent. A bus full of high school kids watched it happen. He kept screaming like a pansy despite my slapping. Plus the neighbors seen it, and so did the mailman. But they all never said nothing about it again. I'm probably gonna burn for this. Ain't no lesson to learn from this. There's nothing I'ma earn, but it sure is fun. Back at the house. Hey, come on in. What kind of alcohol did you bring? I brought Absolute Citron. I brought Mandarin Orange. I brought a shot of Jägermeister. Wow. In several cases, the men were asked to bring food, alcohol, and condoms. Law enforcement says this helps show an intent to solicit a minor. What have we got here? A bag of Funyuns. Funyuns? What about condoms? Did you bring condoms? I did. You did. Hello, friends, and welcome back. It's your boy, Discount Walter White. Hope you enjoyed that song. It brings a smile to my face. And God, does it... Ooh, that, mm, that homicidal fucking grin. All right, let's get back into this. Uh, to a, I guess, a lighter note. Uh, I'll get into how uh, uh, our egg donor failed the fuck out of me as a kid. And... Uh, this is after we left town and got farther away from all of our relatives. And, oh, there is one thing that I just remembered that she made sure to try and do that I know you'll have a point of contention with because we've talked about this, how she kept us away from Dad's side. We'll get into that in a minute because she's the reason why we didn't get to see them more. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll get into that in a minute. So, uh, going far back, not as far back as last segment, Jesus Christ, but going far enough back, um, I think I was, what, like six or seven years old, and, uh, was doing chess tournaments and stuff, uh, with my school, because I was in gifted and talented, and I apparently did well enough, uh, in aptitude and intelligence tests, for instance, like, having to build a bridge, out of Basel wood sticks. Did you? And glue. Yeah, my uh, my bridge actually broke records, and it wasn't matched for a long time, apparently. 
long after leaving that school. So, and it was the simplest fucking design I've ever seen in my life. And that thing supported a bunch of weight that it shouldn't have. I do remember, so, um... There was that and there was chess. I do remember hearing and seeing you do really well in school and getting, like, a lot of, like, medals and... Yeah. So for being really smart. Yeah, I forgot about some of those things. You brought some of those back. Um, it was before that school, too. So, and, uh, like, first, second grade, I got a lot of medals and awards for, for being so intelligent and creative writing and stuff like that and scoring so high on tests and shit. And uh, then we, we moved to the uh, trailer atop the hill and... I, my grades started to slip as far as homework assignments go because according to my teachers I wasn't being challenged enough. They loved having me as a student. They loved me as that. a person and I scored extremely high on all my tests but my homework they were like we feel like you think it's beneath you so you don't do it. And I'm like it's because I hate it. It's dumb and tedious. Why am I still having to do work whenever I'm not at school anymore? I'm at home. I should be able to enjoy my life. And instead, I get screamed at for doing home for not doing homework, and I can't enjoy my afternoons. It's literally wake up, go to school, come home, still be at school, and then eat, go to bed, and it's just the constant cycle of that, and I hated it. So I was like, "Fuck homework, I'm not doing it." But uh, my teachers all loved me, and all my report cards—if we could pull them all through, for like from time, and just and have them all ready to go—you would see that I got nothing but high regard from my teachers or high marks from my teachers regarding like being a joy in class, being funny, being outgoing with other students, and never mind me having a temper, that was me acting out, that was the golden years of me acting out, but uh, it was it was always, you know, he's extremely intelligent, he's very articulate, stuff like that, and it was to the point where I wasn't gifted and talented, and uh, they put me in chess tournaments, and the only reason I didn't win the chess tournaments outright is because I got bored. I was, it was literally the logic of, I'm not having fun anymore, I'm tired of winning, and it being nobody wanted to play me. People I, hated playing me in the tournaments because I was that good, so I, I had fun. I remember hearing how you can never find someone to play you because um, literally everyone yeah. that played you, and like even people who had had a lot of experience were afraid to go up against uh, Walter. Um, I'm glad you got it because it's like the third try. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but I also heard that people were actually terrified of Walter. That's why yeah. that nobody would go up against him. People because of how good he was. It was I was I was good at I was really good at chess, but in my brain it was like I mentioned uh, before we hit record there because if you heard the music break, you heard that's why. Um, she didn't call me Walt, so. <laughs> no. It's okay. Um, but no. Um, I heard, to me it was, my brain didn't register that students didn't want to go against me because they couldn't take me. Even students in higher grades who had been playing chess a hell of a lot longer than me didn't want to go up against me in tournaments and stuff because of how good I was. And to me, that didn't matter because I couldn't beat my mentor. Well, I had people approaching me telling me that they were afraid to go up against you because they were afraid that they would lose everything. Because <laughs> they would lose everything? Yeah. What? We're gonna, There's gonna... people that would that said that they wanted to challenge you but was too afraid to. I wish they would have. I'd have loved that. That would have been great. Yeah. And if if we could have had that happen, I think that would have been highly beneficial to me because then I would have gotten a better gauge of how good I was and then I would have taken the tournaments more seriously. So it would have been... It would have been 
better for me. I remember telling people that. Uh, I bet I could have got a scholarship on chess alone. Go ahead. I remember telling people that you, you know, you wouldn't have took anything from them. That <laughs> like we're gonna play for shit. No, literally, that's what people thought that you Jesus were Christ. there to take stuff from everybody because that's what you do in the championships. Is what Run they said. To no, and I was like, I don't know what they do. Championships, you win prize money. Yeah, yeah. that's why people were scared to go up against you. It wasn't like me playing Yu-Gi-Oh in middle school where people would gamble cards and shit, and then if they lost, I could take whatever I wanted from their deck. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not how that worked. And I didn't play with that shit anyway. I didn't like the idea of that. If I awesome. won, I should win that just, like, on effort, and I shouldn't have to get anything as a prize. It should be because I want to win. Well, um, I remember people also saying that they wanted to come to you to be trained. But, again, they were terrified of you, and that's what they told me. I actually had a few students who were like, they were like, oh, you should teach me chess sometime, and then never, ever again. That's because they come up to me and said that they were too scared. <laughs> Everybody, I've always been intimidating, but I was also a very large, like, I wasn't just fat, I was also tall for a young man. Like, for, I mean, and, and one time I pushed down my entire class in a hallway. We were all lined up down the wall and I pushed them all down. It was all of them versus me and my legs were locked in and I gave them one good shove and they all fell down. They told me that uh, with you going through the tournaments that they said you couldn't play it any other way. So it would have to be, they would have to put something down in order to play you. Oh hell no! It's just chess. I was bored because <laughs> I was bored because it wasn't a challenge. Yeah. I got bored of playing because it was hours of playing nonstop. No, this is just people and in the in we, the school. That yeah, no, well, that's me. what I'm saying. It's like because we had there were students that on my, on yeah. our team. They told me that you didn't know how to play for fun. That you always played to take what you, things. That's, what do you think? I lost the tournament. I, I didn't win because I played like that. But that's what they told me. They were so scared of me. They said that shit. That yeah. was made up. Because literally, dead ass, I shit you not. In the tournaments, the reason why I didn't win mm-hmm. is because I'd get to like the semifinals. I'd be like, you know what, I'm gonna have fun. They would tell me. The that two times I went to the tournaments, I had fun in the semifinals. I played for fun, and because of that, I lost. I stopped taking the game seriously, mm-hmm. and I lost because I had fun. I didn't care. I wanted to be done playing chess. <laughs> they told me that they wanted you to help train them. I don't know if you remember this. And I said he'd help train you and help you, you know, get good at it because he taught me. And they said, yeah, that's because you're his sister. I was like, that has nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it. I would love to have trained somebody who could have took me in chess. I'd have loved that. I wish I had people to play with more because then it would reactivate all that shit that I've got. You know, those neural networks would re- would reignite. And then I'd be back to playing chess with, I want to say, Gusto. Mm-hmm. I'd be back to playing that. And then that would then, I don't even know where that would go. I have no idea. Duke University was scouting me out because of my skills in chess. Because of how good I was in chess. Because the, te- the, gu- the what was it, the uh, counselor who was over gifted and talented, that guy was serious whenever he was like, you're really good. Like... I don't think I could beat him, like, with the half boards that he taught us on to teach us the basics. Like, I don't think I beat him there, but if we played an actual game, I'm pretty sure I gave him a run for his money. It got to the point where he wouldn't play me. It had to be my, my anger management mentor. That was another thing. I heard I mean, that somebody... <laughs> I couldn't beat that motherfucker. He was good. Like, your um, anger management or someone someone yep. that, like, in a full adult was, like, also scared of you. I'm pretty sure it was the counselor because you know, he wouldn't play you know, me after a while. You had to be really good at something for everybody in the whole school to be terrified of somebody. Something like yeah, <laughs> for nobody to want to play me in chess. And then I eventually started hearing that people shouldn't mess with you because of how like crazy good you are at everything. I was very. People said that you were hiding secrets. <laughs> 
I mean, you could tell me secrets and I wouldn't tell anybody, but it was a matter of like, no, that, that, I they didn't. thought you were capable of doing more than what you said you could do. I always was. I've always been that way. Yeah. I've never put my, I, like I've said it before and I'll say it again. I have to dumb myself down to be able to exist with regular people. I don't want to be with the, the high society types that are too, too stuck up their own asses. But I'd have liked to have gone to Duke University. I'd have liked to have been the student ambassador to New Zealand like they scouted me out to be. I can't believe they sent they sent Walmart those papers. Or my bad. Egg donut those papers. They sent that bitch those papers. Sent, to, sent them to her in the mail. Had me take the one for Duke University home myself. They sent it to the school and the school said, here, give this to your parents. This is very important and it's very good. And then had them come in told me to tell them to come in because they wanted to talk to them oh about God, Duke University. It. Yeah, they wanted to talk because Duke University was scouting me out something Dang, fierce. I don't know what I gotta say. Oh, I guarantee I'm not, but it's okay. <laughs> I'm not sure if this is it, but I remember just now <laughs> that I, she uh, was looking at those papers and she said she didn't know if you were good enough to... Well, it's because she thinks that everybody has to be judged on her merit. Did you know that? I'm not. No, but I'm not really surprised. I'm not even I'm not surprised a drop. Because she judged everybody's abilities on her own. If she didn't think she could do it, no one else could. Yeah. That, that's part of why I hated her so much. Because she was so restricting. She was so negative Nancy. She was so, I'm going to hold everybody else back because I can't do the thing. And because of her, she didn't sign the paperwork because dad worked 24-7. He was always busy. Yeah. He was constantly working. And she didn't, because she told me that it was, she was like, oh, well, we can't afford it. You know, she wouldn't explain to me what was going on. She wouldn't let me read the papers, like sit there and actually read them and help me understand them. So that way I could know what was going to happen, what it would take. Because I'd have pushed. I wanted to go. But she said, no, we can't afford it. We'll have to pay a bunch of money. We can't afford that. And I'd have had scholarships. I would have. I'd have had scholarships. And I would have had, I would have had the chess tournaments to ride on because the guidance counselor that did that, that did the Gifted and Talented, he knew full well that I was better than what I was showing. Yeah. He knew I was better than that. Yeah, he said that actually you're like, probably the best that has ever been and you would have went far. I would have. Like, and that's not, even, that's not even counting the engineering test that put us through. Gifted and Talented tested a bunch of different fields, not just chess. They tested engineering. They tested, what is it, uh, like being able to speed read, to be able to flash read things to be able to understand things at just a glance, to be able to problem solve. They tested your aptitude for all kinds of things and your ability in all kinds of things. And they they scouted people out, or organizations would scout students out through those groups, through gifted yeah. and talented, through those things. And I was, I was, it was more than just Duke that wanted me, but that's the one that stuck out the most because to me that was the biggest and most important one, was Duke University. Yeah. And that's the one that they stressed. They were like, these other ones are good, but this one is huge, this is a big yeah. deal. And because she didn't sign the papers, I didn't get that. And because I can't believe, do you still have that paperwork that says student ambassador to New Zealand? Where they wanted me to be the student ambassador to New Zealand? I would probably have to check, but I'm pretty sure I do. Because I know it was whenever, before dad passed, we were over at, at his house looking through all those papers, us and his side of the family. We were looking through all of them and, and you showed me that. And I was like, I can't fucking believe that she won her, that she didn't she didn't sign that paperwork I think like, I gave it to you I don't know I don't have that one I have the uh, you look so pretty girl hey you're welcome yeah, yeah no that's uh I love them so much they're so cute yeah. I know aren't they yeah it's the people that are on the spot they uh they walked by they're doing their thing and I love those people they're great yeah. So, 
but that's uh, I've gone on for damn near 15 minutes about how she's massively let me down. Well, I mean, it's not and just that. It's, she didn't think you were good enough. Because she, because, because she's of not her good own enough. Perceptions yeah, and be, because of her mind, I'm not good she, enough. She also said I was going to grow up to be a serial killer because she, she didn't know how to deal with me. So. There's a possible way for you to go, but she didn't. I guess she just didn't want you to go that way. She didn't want me to go anywhere. Anytime I had a dream, she would shoot it down. I wanted to be a game designer. Mm-hmm. She shot that down. I wanted to be. I wanted to get into writing scripts for movies. She shot that down. I wanted to be a comedian. She shot that down. That point in our life, that's whenever she had the chance to be a real mother. And instead of taking the turn she should have and saying, fuck it, we're doing this, anything for my child and the betterment of, of his life uh, for the future, instead of doing that, she went the other way and said, well, I'm not doing anything that would require effort for me. And she basically condemned me to what you see right now. I'm the reason why she's, or yeah, I'm the reason. She's the reason why I'm like this, and it's my reacting to that shit, having to go through life dealing with that shit, dealing with her, dealing with all the opportunities that I missed because of her, that has resulted in me being this way. And all the shit that she and, and others have exposed us to, that's why I'm here. That's why I don't have the life that I could. <clears throat> so. Yeah. Well, I remember, remember me telling you, do you remember me telling you that uh, I, do I had remember asked, you her, that. asked her one day if I was going to be a big time oh, yeah. artist, and she looked at me and said, no, that I wasn't going to go anywhere, and my artwork wasn't good enough. Yeah, and because... I was going to be like... Uh, the family yeah she it was always condemned either i was going to be like her one of her brothers one or the other of her brothers i was either going to be a criminal or be a lazy slob and be gross and you'll have to sit on my ass and play games and watch movies i hate that shit i hate being limited by like that shit and that's she did the same thing to y'all she basically put us around people that would condemn us to her fate because she couldn't deal with that shit like, and, and to go back to that point, because I want to get to this point. I know we're already at, we're already over 15 minutes, but we're going to push this a little bit farther. Uh, because, like I said, 15 to 25 minutes. And I want to let you get some licks in. Because it can't just be me hating on this bitch about all the shit that she took away from me. That she cost me. Oh, God. It's, uh, it also didn't help that that's also when she started to talk to guys online. She started to, to talk to dudes in either other countries or other states. Uh, other cities online because that's whenever we got our first actual computer and that's whenever she got in the chat rooms and she started her behind the back bullshit and you mentioned before we started recording uh, something she did because they were arguing a lot back then they argued a lot and dad was working constantly and then she took up her job back in town and we were still living in Ohio County on top of the hill and she she started to go places she shouldn't have she was unfaithful and two wrongs don't make a right but she apparently thought they did so I figured uh, turn you loose here let you cause you know more about this than I do well, especially given the time that she fucking told you I can't believe she said it to you whenever she did but go ahead It's okay. It's else. all right. I was actually thinking about Her, something that I mean, if you wanna, she had did, and then you, you said that, ahead. and then I was You can go ahead and talk about that. No, because I forgot that, too. Oh, well, 
Uh, she was talking to dudes online, and then she got that job back in town. Oh yeah. So, yeah, her little well, her little side trips to places she shouldn't have been. I found out from the source that she was she told she told me she actually didn't work as much as we thought she did. Of course, fucking bitch. And that she would hit this person up, and she would go stay with him him at his apartment. And they would do their, I don't know how to say it, like rendezvous over there. They, yeah, rendezvous. They would rendezvous over there. That's the proper way and to put it. And she that. would stay there for about a week or so. Damn, and a week? Then she would come back home. And she would only stay like a day or two, and then they would fight, and she would leave again. The irony of the situation for me is her being where she is now, and who's there with her. Yeah. Heinous bitch. Uh, when did she tell you about all this stuff? I figured that'd be a good thing to bring up. When dad first got diagnosed. Yep. He was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, and whenever we all found out, that's whenever you found out about that. So, that's nice of her. She regretted, didn't she? Well, this is, I'm jumping ahead. So... Your, your turn. You pick a spot. Whatever point in time she failed to fuck you. I just you. remember you know, us. I remember us. I remember well, yeah, us begging for school clothes. And she told us no, that we'd have to get a job. And then she'd pop up with All this nice shirts stuff. for like people way younger than her. And nice shoes. And Stank ass bitch. Haircuts. I hope she hears this. Highlights. And Hope she's listening. New makeup, new earrings, new everything. And we had to go through the family in order to get clothes. Yeah, we had to go through one of our aunts to get new clothes. And even then, she would buy shit that was out of date. God love her, but she didn't have a sense of... She didn't have a, she didn't have a lick of taste in fashion. She didn't even know her clothes size. Nope. Because she, she wasn't that. even told the right sizes. No, she... She, somebody asked her in the family what our sizes were, and she she'd said she didn't us. even know. She'd always ask us. Whenever she saw us, she'd ask us. And even then, it wasn't the right sizes, because she would have to look at the tags, we'd have to look at the tags, and it was still the wrong sizes. And that bitch, getting all her nice new clothes and shit, she would take us to hand-me-down stores like fucking Goodwill and St. Vincent de Paul, and then she wouldn't buy me the clothes that I wanted that would fit me. She'd buy me women's clothes yeah. that looked like what I wanted. She said because it they was were cheaper. Cheaper, yeah. Well, fuck that bitch. And I also remember her making fun of your weight. Yeah, she made fun of me being fat as a kid. This bitch was twice my size. And yet, how like how are you gonna make fun of? She made fun of my weight too, and I'm. She called you fat whenever you weren't even anything close to it. Yeah. You weren't even fucking close. How are you going to be that inept of a mother? I learned how to be a good dad from watching how mom, or my bad, that bitch, that heinous cunt, and our dad, how they let me down. Because at least he tried. But he did let me down in ways. But at least he tried. But how they let me down, what they did wrong or what they didn't do that I needed, that's what I do, and that's how I knew how to be a good dad. I learned from how they fucked up and how they let me down. And... Is that the proper way to learn how to be a, a, an adult, how to be a parent? No, it's not. It's really not. 
but it's how I learned. So, you know, I got to do that a lot. Figure shit out of my own. She was too busy being up her own ass doing her own shit. Fuck everybody else. So, you know. Our friends just became more important. Yep. I don't know if y'all could hear her there. She said that. Oh, sorry. Yeah, well, you said it real quietly. It was really somber. But you said that uh, her friends became more important to her than us. Yeah. And they got to the point where, you know, if we got into an argument or whatever, as we got older, she would say she didn't even want us. That she didn't, that she resented us, basically. And it never got any better. Hell to this day. I, well, I mean, me ripping her heart out in Dad's truck after he passed, that was probably my shining moment right there. But all that shit aside, I think, uh, oh, my bad. I have bad timing whenever I curse sometimes. I apologize, y'all. But, uh, I guess they were ignoring. Anyway, um, they were carrying their child by, and though very young, it's still not cool. But I guess we need to take a break. It's 22 minutes in, going on quickly to 23, and uh, you gotta pick a song now, and I've got to plug my stuff, so. So you know a song you wanted me to plug my stuff first? Plug your stuff first. All right, well, for those of you who have been paying attention with us so far, if you had a similar experience or want to support my, uh, excuse me, my story and my sister's story, our story, um, then, or just support anything else that I do on this uh, little uh, radio show podcast of mine, please feel free to do so at Cash App, hashtag discount Walter White. Uh, anything you send my way will go to this, unless you clearly state that it goes to Skull Coin, in which case she'll get it. And uh, I do accept Bitcoin, so if you'd like to toss a coin to your Walter, I'd happily uh, accept it. I'd be very grateful. And I look forward to uh, to getting to do this for y'all more. This is the kind of time where I feel like people get to actually say what they feel, say what they mean. And that's what I want. I want a censorship-free show. And the only way to have that is for it to be supported by y'all or for me to just keep trucking no matter what and to get where I'm going to go eventually. So I'm going to keep pushing. You can support me if you want through Cash App, hashtag Discount Walter White, all one word. Either way, we'll get there. And uh, have you picked a song? Yeah, I think I'm going to go with uh, In This Moment, Sick Like Me. In this moment, sick like me. That's an excellent song. I'm so glad that I did. I turn you on to in this moment back in the day. No. no? Somebody on my Facebook did. One of my friends from school. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Because I, I know who turned me on to it, and I'm glad she did. But in this moment, sick like me. Y'all enjoy. We'll be back after the break. Hopefully with something a little bit more peppy. I'm glad we got that little spark of. Uh, turns out I'm a badass at stuff. Whenever I want to be, but. We'll get back to something a little bit more uplifting, maybe. I have no idea. We'll see. Anyway, catch you guys after the break.
friends and welcome back it's your boy discount walter white bringing you more of the blue skies mix in this episode we have talked about how our parents well mainly our cunt of a birth giver that bitch of an egg donor who had the audacity to pop me out at the ripe old age of 1991 so probably more information than you all should get but anyway uh yes i am a scorpio and i do hate almost everything anyway damn that vibrated my hand over here um, <laughs> anyway, talking about the uh, egg donor and how she completely and utterly fucking failed us, and she damn near blamed, well, she blamed dad for all of our problems, basically, and then blamed us for the shit we do, too, you know, dealing with her shit, because they got into arguments it was our fault, stuff like that, whatever. Anyway, moving on, I mean, we didn't say that, but that's how it fucking felt to me. Ugh. But that shit aside... Welcome back. Hope you enjoyed that. The musical taste for this, by the way, To Catch a Predator by ICP, and then In This Moment, Sick Like Me. Ooh, that rhymed. No intent. But, like, I'm really digging the, I'm really digging the musical go around here. We can decide on a mutual song next. Uh, you know, I'm going to go and get out of the way. How about coming undone with it? Yeah, I'm good with it. Well, something a little bit for both y'all. God, I love that song. Anyway, um... <laughs> We'll, uh, we'll get there when we get there. Go ahead and knock that out at the beginning. That way we know, at least. Um, before the break, I mentioned that I ripped her heart out in Dad's truck after he passed while we were all riding as a family to go and make his funeral arrangements, which we did that on the 5th. No, not the 5th. We did that on the 3rd. November 3rd. The day after my birthday. Uh, we went and did that the day after Dad passed. We went to make the arrangements, and on the way up to where we wanted to do it at, where we were going to do it at, because that's what he wanted, um, it was brought up by the egg donor that, uh, like we got, somehow we got on the topic of uh, parents and parenting, and I mentioned that the reason why I know how to, like, the reason why I know how to be a good dad is because I looked at how they fucked up and I learned from their mistakes, and she immediately jumped in trying to defend herself, saying, what did we, what did I do wrong? How did I, like, blah, 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 and, like, you know, she said, like, I mentioned how, uh, I'm fucked up because how they failed me, and, uh, like, she immediately was, like, we're all a little fucked up, and, like, we're all bad parents or some shit like that, and how everybody's a bad parent at some point, and I said, I'm not, so I'm a great dad. She said, you are not. I said, yes, I am. You didn't have time to see it because you were too busy judging me based on your bullshit. 
like, I was like, I'm a great dad because I learned from how y'all fucked up. How y'all messed up, I learned from that. I learned from your mistakes. All the shit y'all never did, all the shit you did wrong, I did right. I would do for the kids that I cared for. All the people's kids that I helped raise throughout my wonderfully long-feeling life. Uh, I'm going to be 30 soon. Anyway, <laughs> um, that's a whole other episode all its own. Uh, thank God I've already had like three midlife crises. Crises? Crises? I don't know. Three midlife breakdowns. That's why I got so many white hairs. Um, but no, I ripped her heart out. Like, she got quiet when I when I dragged her ass. And the two of you chimed in right there with me. Right at the end. Y'all said, yep, it's yep. <laughs> she shut up real quick. She hit, I hit her so fucking hard right where it counts. She was zoned the fuck out and was lost in her own head for a minute. And, like, we were talking to her. It was like, hey. And, like, had to get her attention. It was like, welcome back. <laughs> was like, did I do that much damage? Roast that bitch. And, uh, we, uh, <laughs> we, I'm glad we didn't ride in silence for a minute because it would have been hilariously awkward. I'd have been busy laughing. But, uh, that brought a smile to my face and that's still there to this day. I ripped her heart out in that truck. And the best part is that it was dad's truck. She ripped his heart out, I ripped out hers. So, yeah. that's, that's the old boy here, Discount Walter White, scoring one for dad after he passed. That one's, that's all him. Because at least he put an effort. At least he fucking tried. <laughs> he tried to uplift. She tried to drag down. He even, I will, I will say this. I'm like, he wasn't the absolute golden example of a perfect father. And like I said, it's because I learned from how he, what his shortcomings were. But even though he knew, he knew when he fucked up. Like whenever we were at the high school and he said, he was looking out over the football field and he's like, I really wish you would have gotten to football. That's what I wanted for you. And then he paused for a second and realized what he said was bad. That's a bad parent thing to say. And he said, but reading and stuff like that and getting into stuff like like reading books and stuff, that's good too. And like he tried to recover. And I, <laughs> at the time I was like, damn, that's really fucked up to say. Fuck you. And then after like I got older, I was like, <laughs> he tried to recover on that one. <laughs> like he's like a ballerina who did one too many spins. <laughs> Started to bust his ass yeah. and almost ate shit on the way down. Like at least he tried. He got there. But... That's enough about me here in this segment. Uh, Dad gave it his best effort, but what do you got? Because I know you've been brooding during the break. Well. Been been stirring that pot of steaming shit that we got for this bitch. I got, <clears throat> I got different things to say. I'm gonna scoot this, you're going to hear a disturbance in the force as I scoot this closer. Move my pocket knife. Go ahead. Dad, scoot a little bit more. Go ahead. You know, people who actually get sick with like diseases and stuff, you tend to want to lean on people like your parents. And... You should be able to. Yes, you should be able to. You never stop being a parent. And I don't mean lean on them for everything, but I do mean lean on them. They should should be a pillar of support in your life. I learned that sometimes... Well, let me back that up. Not sometimes. I learned that some people go through it differently because not everybody has great support. And that is something I learned a lot on my own. And I recently have heard that someone has been saying that they were there with me through it all and helped me. There's a difference in being there with somebody through everything and helping them and 
being a person who just needs a, a ride or a place to go at the time, there's a difference. I was sick taking care of myself, needing a ride to places, and someone saying that they took care of me. When one, I didn't really live with you besides, I think, either every other week or one week out of a month. And when I was there, someone else took care of me. And... She wasn't even... This was years ago, wasn't it? This when I was sick, yeah. Yeah, and... When I was really sick. Given yeah. how old she was then to be taking care of you at her age, she's hardcore. I mean, think about it. I've been she's sick my whole life. You could have stepped up at any moment and helped. But I was living with my, my dad and they all worked full-time jobs. And I had to literally figure things out for myself. So to say that she drove from her house all the way over to dad's house every day to take care of me is a little far-fetched. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's not even just that. There is just like other coincidences. Like, saying that you're going to take me to all my uh, doctor visits and you don't care if I ever need anything to let you know because you'll take me wherever I want to go. And then later when I bring it up, you said you never said that. Pretending to care in the moment. Yeah. And Dad, Dad was in the room when you said it. And he said, good. That's why he didn't really try to do anything because he knew you were going to handle everything. He thought. Or he thought, yeah. Yeah, he thought. And to say that you went back there with me and all my visits, no, you didn't. Because I got, you waited in the waiting room and sent me back to get everything done by myself because it was time for me to grow up. It, you know what song? Then, Why the fuck you lying? You never <laughs> took me to Bowling Green Sorry. except for once. Once. Somebody else took me and I went by myself to get all that and then called you afterwards to tell you everything. So to sit there and to say that you were with me through everything is a little cliche. So I'm glad I got your ass driving. <laughs> Truth. Straight up. Thank Look, you for that. You are welcome. One of the things that I knew I needed to get done. I grew up. If nobody else would, I could do it. Go ahead. And taught myself not to disrespect my parents. I was never really one that talked back. I was never one to really disobey them in any sorts of way. I'm going to drink some water so I don't say But I grew up. And when I grew up, I realized and saw a lot of things. And I saw a therapist who made me realize that everything I was going through, she said, pointed out to one person in my life. And I hate to say that because I never told you, but my therapist begged me to get away from you. Ooh, now you're talking directly to her. It's just a matter of... I mean, you're not wrong. I've been sick my whole life and you treat me like I was never sick and that somebody else that we know is way more sick than me. But I've been sick my whole life. She has just begun. I'm still sick. I just don't, I just don't get help. But I will soon. That's... And... It will be on my own and on my own terms and I will be doing it for me and for my dogs. But to say that you were there for everything is a little cliche. You were only there for a ride 
you were there. Honestly, I don't remember really you doing anything besides picking me up, bringing me over, taking my, help me take my stuff to my room, and that was it. You cut my toenails. I do remember that because I couldn't reach them. It was one time though, wasn't it? Once, yes, yeah. once. So you pointed out clearly once. the other day it was once. You helped me shower probably twice, and literally that is all I remember. I do remember you taking me to appointments, but you always said that you were waiting in the waiting room or you would wait in the car. So if she wouldn't do for you what I do, what I have done for you, just like, you need to go, but all right. Dad did the same thing. And you go, you, Make uh. Make sure you were good. You but. go in the, uh, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. Well, Dad, Dad went to, like, my Rituxan. Appointments. Yeah, Dad, Dad would go with you. Which were like six hours, and he would sit in there. You know, he was playing on his phone or whatever, and he'd go give me food. He was still there, though. He, he would talk to me a little bit. Yeah. And he'd sit in the same room with me as I get it done, except for if I had anything put in my arm. Yeah, he <laughs> had his. Pass out, he had issues with that, but sorry. No. Dad's not perfect, and I know that. But in a way, I feel Dad's been there for me a little bit more and cared a little bit more than. I can say for most. Dad made an effort. He, he I remember the when there was stabbings and stuff going on at the apartment, and there was even someone above me who was about to get stabbed and stuff, Damn. and he still didn't check on me. There were shootings and everything. He still didn't check on me. So, and I remember Dad bringing me water when the water thing was going water on. Shortages, yeah. He surprised me with things of water. Yeah. Uh, like, you hydrated? You good? He brought me art supplies because he you know, told me actually he didn't want him, me to stop painting. You know, I remember him actually texting me, making sure I had water too. Yeah. I was like, I'm Did good, really? Yeah, but it was it was. That's a dad moment. I was living, I was living, you know, where that I was back happy. then. I was living by the cemetery back then, though, so I was I was well hydrated. I worked yeah. where I bought my water, so uh, I did not lack. <laughs> I <laughs> spent I a lot of money her <laughs> going out and getting water, or plenty of water for them, and I was not too far from them. She didn't give a damn. Yeah. Why should she? Exactly. My, my favorite thing is that... It's one thing to go to people's houses crying that you, you try to be a good mom, but it's another thing to actually do anything you can to prove it, despite anything going on. And then to not be able to reflect on what how it is that she's actually been. Yeah. Her words don't match her actions. And there's one of you out there listening, I know, I know you know who we're talking about. I know that we've talked about this before, and you're dealing with the same person yourself. I'm proud of you for doing what you did and getting the getting your shit done. And I'm proud of you for getting away from that person. But you know exactly how we feel about this bitch. So And I know that I'm glad you know when that. I was going through a moment in my life where I had a change happen to me, I never in my life dreamed that somebody who gave birth to me would be in my face screaming at me when I just needed help. And I begged for help. And I begged for help. I can't believe the bitch had the audacity to do And all to I do got was somebody cussing in my face and screaming at me. Well, because I want this to be out there, and we're coming up in time anyway. Yeah. We need to wrap this up, but my final thought on the matter is, it's... Whenever you called me that day, uh-huh. from where I was staying at, uh-huh. and you know I wasn't in the best situation, but you know that I was... You know that I was a safe place to go, someone that would help you, who would make sure you were okay. 
I dropped my shit what I was doing. I was out grubbing too. I was having a good time chilling, but I had this feeling that day. I was like, something's not right. I don't like how I feel today, but I'm gonna go out and do my thing. And then for you to call me either on the verge of tears or crying a little bit, I'm not sure. It's been a while, but for you to get me a hold, of, get a hold of me that way, and I was like, oh, that bitch. Well, that's because it wasn't just and, me. My dog was also with me. Yeah, and, and then for you to walk from her house in your shape at that time of year. Oh my god, I was so small. You were. Uh, at the apartment, I was starving myself, and I well, was well, I got you fat lack dog. of sleep and all that stuff. Dense and ass then food. to go to live with somebody who kept kicking you out and didn't care anything about you because I texted her and I said, do you not care? And she said, nope, you made your choice. And when I saw the bruises, I wanted to go over. Oh, yeah. Whenever she grabbed you like that, knowing how frail you are compared to her, I wanted to go over yeah. and grab her by her fucking face. She tried to drag me out the house. I wanted to grab her by her For face me. and go into her kitchen and have her make out with her fucking cheese grater. I'm glad she knows that I don't like her. I'm glad. Because it's been my entire life. Fuck her. Yeah. She deserves every bad thing that's happened to her because she's made her bed and she can lie in it. She, I don't know if she wanted to become her mother, but she has already skipped across that line to become yeah. her. Her kids, like... She was the cling, the clinger for her own mother. The rest of her kids didn't want anything to do with her. You know who is the clinger for her, I guess, so to speak. And even then, she's fed up with her shit, too. Yeah. Like, everybody's fed up with her shit. And this, you know, I'm glad she's scared of me. I'm genuinely glad she's scared of me. Because if she ever interferes in my life, if she ever tries to play games in my life, I want her to get whatever blowback she can. I want the worst shit to rain down on her because she deserves yeah. it. She deserves that shit. Yeah. I don't want her anywhere near my life or me at all. I don't want her near me. Right. Because of everything that she is and everything she's done. She can go to hell and I'll give her a first class ticket on the way. She can go fuck herself. Alright, I guess but, we're going to wrap this up. Yeah, we're going to wrap it up because we're, we're a little bit over a few minutes more than what I wanted. But, just just know that I wanted to go and kick her ass. I wanted to do worse to her than what she did to you because of how she treated you. Is so. the boss leaving? Uh, Is the with, boss leaving? Oh yeah. Down with <laughs> Gotcha. Well, <laughs> y'all have a good one, man. Take it easy. And uh, If y'all ever, uh, depending on where you live, if y'all ever in Owensboro, please hit up the spot. I've had my stuff in here before and I'm trying to get back in here they are so sweet here they're good people. so down to earth so f just the atmosphere is freaking amazing here and you bitch you know who you are we've been talking about you the entire time don't you dare show up here because if I catch you here I'm gonna tell you to leave I don't care what they want to say I'm gonna tell you to leave because your shit does not belong here anyway moving on um, we need to wrap this up so the song that we said in the beginning was gonna be uh, Corn and Dim Franchise Boys coming undone with it. Great mix of metal and rap. Beautiful song. It's a great angry song that also makes you feel like, you know, maybe you can kick somebody's ass. So, to the queen, bet herself, who deserves to have her ass kicked through her head. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, uh, oh god, alright. Anger aside. Anyway, the queen, bet yourself, don't you ever show up here. Stay out of our lives. Uh, Stop. Don't act like you're the victim here. You know damn well you're not. And uh, enjoy coming undone with it.
uh, Corn and them franchise boys. So thanks for listening, and this is Gold Queen checking out. She's checked out, and I need to sign the fuck off real quick. I forgot I didn't plug my shit. So because this uh, this has ran on long enough, if you want to support everything that we've done here today and everything we do in the past or future, then uh, please feel free to support us via Cash App. That is hashtag Discount Walter White, all one word. If you want to send something to my sister to show her some support and some love, then uh, send it with the uh, note saying for Skull Queen, and I'll make sure she gets it. And uh, anything that you send me my way to support this is going to go straight to this. No ifs, ands, or ass cracks about it. And uh, I do accept, I do accept Bitcoin. Shut up. I do accept Bitcoin. We're doing that roast episode next. I swear to God, I'll roast your ass. And uh, I do accept Bitcoin, so toss a coin to your Walter, and uh, I'll be greatly appreciative. And like I said, uh, here's uh, coming undone with uh, them franchise boys and uh, corn. So I've said um so much, or uh so much, I'm damn near um Obama. So <laughs> he says it a bunch. If you ever watch his speeches back in the day, that's exactly what you heard about. Why not? Y'all stay frosty, enjoy the tunes, and uh, heal from your trauma as best you can. If you don't talk about it and get it out, then you can't heal. It just sits there and festers like a sore wound. So, fuck band-aids over a bullet wound. Either bleed out or get healed. I'm interested in getting healed. Fuck bleeding out. So, hugs and kisses, y'all. Bye-bye.